0: you're listening to the sports therapy association podcast let's talk about okay we're live hey there, people welcome welcome to episode 69 of the sports therapy association podcast it's tuesday night and we're here as always eight o'clock uh, bst um and um yeah If you're listening to the podcast, then um, thank you. You're always welcome to come and join us live. If you fancy, you can join via the uh, Facebook group, the Sports Therapy Association, or you can join us via YouTube, where we also stream live. And in both cases, you're able, if you do come join us live, to ask questions to the guests, obviously. Uh, to leave comments on the screen. Um, it's a great ep- opportunity to network as well, because when you say things, um, your your image or logo will come up on the screen and so on. So, yeah, you're welcome to come and hang out. It gives you a nice idea about what the Sports Therapy Association is about. You haven't got to be a member at all. Um, you haven't even got to be a sports therapist. You can just be a soft tissue therapist, anything. As long as it's about making feel people feel better, then you're welcome to come along um, and chat with us. So, uh, my name is Matt Phillips. In case you don't know me, I'm the creator of one and yeah, uh, we've done this now for 69 weeks without fail. And um, we bring you experts from around the world of healthcare provision to discuss topics that will help you, the soft tissue therapist, uh, develop your practice in the direction that evidence and research takes us. That would be my nice little catchphrase. Now, I think that's what the, the um, idea behind all of our episodes. Um, you can't do everything just by the books. A lot of the stuff, we don't know how it works, but we use evidence as a foundation and take it from there. Right, there's already people coming in the group joining us, which is great. So hi, Timothy, you're in the room. How are you doing, mate? Emma Victoria Wardle is here as well. Nice to see you. My first one for Yonks, she says. And Yonks, and Yonks, and Yonks. I'm glad you could join us, Emma. Thank you very much. Um, Don't forget, if you are joining us by YouTube as well, you can leave comments and they'll come up on the screen live as well. Right, so let's um, say thank you first of all to um, our guest last week, and um, that was the wonderful Dr. Claire Minchell. If you missed that episode, then um, you can listen to it on podcast. You can catch up with it as well on YouTube. Um, I'm not sure if I updated it. I'm not sure if I uploaded it yet to the Sports Therapy Association website, but they're all available on there as well. Which is the STA dotco.uk uh, you can see all the episodes there as well um it was it was a really I, I was quite moved um because for those of you aren't aware dr claire as well as being a hugely respected rehabilitation specialist with over 20 years experience working in sports medicine and health um, claire was knocked off her bike back in july and suffered some really serious injuries and had to have um, sternoclavicular joint surgery still suffering the effects of that and the concussions she experienced and and claire really gave us a A really personal view um, and and a description of the whole experience. Um, Her rehab from day one post-surgery, how that differed a little bit from the advice she was given. So she had a wonderful, well, not wonderful opportunity, but an opportunity to put her trade into practice with regards to rehabbing everything. Um, And how it's changed her not only as a person, but uh, as a sports rehab specialist as well. Um, And we also had details of um, uh, her courses, uh, which are back in action now, we're glad to say. And um, shortly, we're going to have Gary with us, uh, founder of the STA, announcing the winner of that competition, uh, who a person, uh, an STA member who will be winning a free place on the Strength and Conditioning for Sports Therapists course um, with Dr. Claire Minshall. And um, that will be happening very soon. Um, right. So tonight is a catch up session, which is nice. I mean, we get experts all the time and we've got loads and loads of episodes. But now and again, we throw in um, a catch up session, which gives Especially STA members, um, a chance to hear what's happening STA. Gary um, Benson, the founder, will be joining us. Also, we've got a couple of regional reps, um, which is wonderful opportunity for you to meet uh, regional reps from um, the STA. We're going to have Ryan Smith, who's the regional rep for um, East Midlands um, and East of England. Um, we're also going to have Becky Carroll, who's a um, regional rep as well, who's going to come up um, and they're both working in the trade. They've got experience. They're going to join us in the discussion of, of things that are changing at the moment. Um, hopes, expectations, ways which the STA could, should, would like to help you. Um, and obviously, as listeners, you're welcome as well to join in and and raise your concerns or celebrations, whatever it is. Anything you think is relevant to the soft tissue therapy industry. Right, I think that's enough now for the intro. Um, don't forget, if you are interested in uh, Dr. Claire Mitchell's courses, then just go to uh, getbacktosport.com. Places have ended now, I'm afraid, for the uh, the most recent course that will be running, uh, but there's loads of other courses coming up. Uh, just go to that website and sign up. Uh, the lucky person who has won um, a place on this strength and conditioning for therapists, which a lot of people STA have done. Um is going to be announced by Gary soon and um I'm hoping I'm not sure if they'll be in the room, but where we will get word to that lucky STA member shortly. But for now, I shall bring up in no particular order and people are going to join us tonight. I say no particular order, but let's bring up big gas first of all, obviously. Mm-hmm. Hey Gary, how are you doing?
1: Uh, fine, thanks, Matt. Yeah, very well. Um, worth so. mentioning, Tim was one of the first ones in there. I don't know if anybody's been following, but Tim's been running 5K a day for I don't know how long. And I, oh. I'm sure he won't mind me saying, he's about half the man he was. Oh, really? Yeah, he's, uh, f- f- through lockdown, he, he started this 5K a day challenge. I don't know how many he's done now, but update us, Tim, and and uh, we'll get a photograph of you in the comments as well.
0: Oh, congratulations, Tim. Oh, well done. I got to, I've, I've had to stop mine now. Work has just gone absolutely crazy um but yeah i was doing the same thing oh nice one mate we'll have to hear about that that'd be great um okay right so let's bring up as well um again in a order let's bring up ryan hey ryan how are you very well well was a bit bit big (laughs) if you (laughs) want to
2: get that close today no very well thanks
0: i'll Um, give you a moment just to get yourself together let's bring up becky (laughs) cowell <laughs> <laughs> hey Becky.
3: Hello.
0: How you doing? Shibori's
3: dead, clearly, because
0: I should have been first. Well, oh. it's a quality, isn't it? It's like I don't want to follow the trends. You know, you could say I'm saving the best to last if you want to look at look at it that way. Yeah, we will go with but that. Thanks we'll for joining us. Yeah. yeah, we'll go with that. Thanks for joining us there, both of you. It's really nice to have you this side of the camera. you have both kind of uh, been in um on the other side and we welcome your um Debate and suggestions every week. It's really good. So, thank you for supporting us. And it's great to have you on this side as well now. Um, so, right, what we're going to do tonight, let me just bring some names up for you. People in here, whilst we're chatting on, you're welcome to bring up anything you want us to talk about. This is your chance. It's kind of, we've got a few things which we think are worth mentioning. But, you guys, if you've something particularly you want to know about the STA or about the industry, any good things, bad things, complaints, whatever it is, stick it into the comments and we will um, address them. <laughs> Um, But I think we'll start off with a roundup from you, Gary. Is that a good idea?
1: Yeah, um, I'd like to start off, if I may, by plugging um, Thursday, the 30th of September on on this page, um, we will be, Scott Lloyd and I will be doing an open session, a Zoom um, session for anybody who's in the industry, doesn't have to be an STA member to come on and just ask any questions, really. So um, if you look down, if you scroll down on the STA Uh, facebook page not the group um there, there will be a zoom link in there um and if Scott's listening um i just checked the link scott and it seems to be broken so we'll update that and we'll put it in the comments here later as well um but yeah what i wanted to do is is update on on what's been going on behind the scenes um for the last few months i've been liaising with um the, the boroughs of London, um, and, and I believe there are 38 of them, and we've been applying for exemption for our members from the, the massage licence, which is compulsory down there. And a lot of other associations and organisations already have that, but it's something we've been working towards and uh, and satisfying the criteria. So I'm just waiting for an update on that. Uh, but the, um, the the bigger things that we've been working on, which are sort of member... Um, Centred, or a resource pack, which from um, from the first of October will start going out to every student and every new member. And over a period of time, what we will be doing is we'll be putting the links to that in the in the members groups on the um, on the um, the Facebook page, the group, and on the members portal on the website. Um, and and probably uh, when we renew members, we'll put a link to it in their Dropbox folder as well. Uh, but one of the the most important things that I've been working on for several months now, um, you'll be aware that during the the pandemic there were various restrictions placed on therapists at certain education levels, and I've I've never really liked the numerical values which are which are put against courses because they don't reflect necessarily what the course content is uh, and, and a lot of people who studied level three in let's say pre-2009 uh, are far more uh, have far more knowledge and depth on the subject than those uh, um, studying it now so when when an announcement was made by a certain stakeholder that level three membership uh, level three qualifications wouldn't be accepted for any membership levels um there seemed to be a uh, you know a reaction from from um just about everybody uh, you know who who would normally sit around the table and say well this is what you can do you know we have got a a course available whether it be a bridging program or a, an upgrade course or something of the such and and i thought you know that's in many cases that was commercially driven so what i thought about doing was you know trying to map the historic level three sport and remedial massage qualification as was um, and map the learning and uh, assessment objectives and outcomes from that course and then compare it to what's at level four and five now. And as a result of that, we've been working with uh, a couple of consultants and we've just about finalized a uh, what we would describe as a workbook for now because it's, it's still work in progress but what we'll be doing is we'll be making that available to any of our members who who trained historically um who think they meet a higher um level of learning than the, the the current level three um and they will be able to present evidence in the form of you know links screenshots of of certificates, um, you know, uh, essays of uh, explaining and their understanding and and, and knowledge around a certain subject. And and that will go to a qualified assessor. And that assessor will make a decision based on the evidence provided uh, and get in touch with the person and then conduct... Um, an assessment, whether that be an in-person assessment, if we can find local assessors you know, to that person, and, and we'll be advertising a, a number of posts nationwide once we roll this out. So we will be looking for official STA assessors uh, who will have to be qualified uh, or willing to work towards a qualification um, and they will be mentored by um, some of the STA staff and taken through a uh, an assessors or a, a quality assurance uh, qualification so there will be a cost involved in this but it's, it's nowhere near what you would be paying if you were going on an upgrade course so i do envisage there being a small uh, small charge for the workbook which will reflect the amount of uh, hours and the the monetary investment that we put into that uh, just to recoup a little bit of that but also as well to to cover the assessor's fees so um you know i'm not going to sort of quote figures at the moment um but but it's it's going to be um in the certainly in the low hundreds of pounds rather than the low thousands of pounds which some of these courses are so that's what i've been
0: filling my time with um uh, for the last several weeks fantastic sounds very healthy yeah definitely i'm seeing more and more now i don't know whether it's like fueled by fear or but there's so much, mini- so much movement now in social media of people really Rather desperately trying to find. I need this upgrade to four. I need to go to five, and it's this one does four and five together. It's all over there, and and it's kind of nice that people were saying a little bit off air. It's kind of nice that people are asking other therapists for advice now, but it's tricky, isn't it? Because I mean, to tell you the truth, I go into some of these forms and just sit back and have a look at some of the advice that's going out there, and I know what's taught in some of the courses, and I'm like it's dangerous isn't it going by people's advices some of it's fueled like you say by there's a kind of a financial motivation behind it and other people kind of just know what they know and they like what they like and it's tricky isn't it where would you guys becky ryan actually becky ryan before we get into this conversation let's have a little introduction people who don't know you, we know you very well and we love you but (laughs) let's go with um let's go with ladies first becky hi thank you yeah good thank you give us a little Um, introduction about yourself
3: Yeah, so um, I'm the regional rep for the South West. I graduated from what is now the University College Birmingham in 2007 with a sports therapy degree. And um, I have my own clinic based in Breedens Hardwick, which is a tiny little village near Tewkesbury, as far north as the South West goes. There we are. And um yeah, so I've I've been working out of there since I graduated. Um I did about eight seasons in um rugby union, um professional and semi um, and amateur rugby. But now I'm I, I'm I'm purely clinic based these days. Um after having had my son and my daughter, I'm hundred percent in clinic.
0: So you seemed me. I mean, I haven't met you in personally, I'm hoping you're going to therapy expo? Yes. You are aren't you? That's very exciting. Very excited. We'll talk a we'll little. Talk about therapy, later On, but really excited to meet um certain people in in face to face, everybody face to face, but particularly um <laughs> some people. <laughs> How do you say that? I'll have to edit that out of the podcast. But anyway, yeah, I'm really looking <laughs> forward to seeing you, Becky. um So you you to me strike me as a very learned person. Your comments every week on the STA, you, it sounds like uh, i quite a lot of money on CPD. Did you? You just got a list of things to say. Um, but yeah, how's how's it been? You in terms of. Um, updating your information or checking you know you've got the latest information there what have you done have you spent much or have you managed to do it without spending much
3: um well i, I like like everybody i think when you first start out it's like i was saying a minute ago about you know you only really start to learn to drive once you've passed your test and you're out on the road on your own mm-hmm. so like many people here i'm sure i've done so many courses CPD courses webinars um you name it a lot of them probably aren't worth much um but I think actually I've learned quite a lot from the courses that I haven't learned much from if that makes sense in terms of what to not focus on um you know but um I think that's really good hold on let me
0: just make that clear that's a really good point I just want to make sure people haven't missed that so you've learned a lot from courses which haven't really delivered what you regard as useful but by going to them it's been valuable
3: yeah, I think I think it's really important to learn what you don't like and what you don't good. get on with, as much as what you do.
0: Very, good. Um, Very
3: healthy. Well, you know, I've got loads of these. Um, <laughs> I can see
0: a but, book coming.
3: Um, oh yeah, yeah, a series. Um, yeah. But no, I think actually, I've when I think back of what I have learned to date, a lot of it has been uh, snippets from people as I get rather than a particular course um or even a particular area within the industry it's been from talking to certain people and from being in certain environments and and taking little bits away um which i think people don't value enough really i think it's all about getting that certificate for the latest course and the latest modality and actually it's all about your experience and bringing that to the table
0: very good already
1: Matt, I'll come in on that because um, it's a really valuable point and and online learning gets an absolute hammering from from everybody, uh, you know, in every industry at the moment. But I think it's really important that, you know, if you could access an online learning or a blended learning course, you get a feel for the tutor. You get a feel for their, their teaching style, uh, their, their depth and understanding of the subject uh, that they're teaching. And you can make a decision based on that. Well, actually, yes, this is something that I'm interested in. This is something I'd like to know more about. So I will contact them and I will, I will you know, book onto one of their learning programs. And that, that's what you know one of the fundamental reasons that we started this web chat so we could introduce people to the various professionals from around the world and, and their ideas um so yeah don't be afraid to you know to to book on a you know a, an inexpensive learning opportunity for the very reasons that that, that becky just said you 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 may, you may learn that it's not for you and you haven't wasted that investment of traveling across the country and overnight accommodation etc uh, so yeah great point
3: um, i was actually talking to somebody at the weekend um at his family christening and he's uh, doing his a levels and he's looking to get into sports therapy and so I you know, i got hanged. And um and he was saying about you know the location of the university and um and that was really the main focus and, and my point to him was don't just look at you've got to look at who's um who's presenting the course, you know, the, the lecturers, the um, you know, who's accrediting that course, you know, don't just look at the obvious things because you might find that you're a year and a half into a degree and you, you just don't marry up with the um with the lecturers you know and where they're coming from there's a lot more to think about than just location and type of course isn't it you know
1: definitely absolutely and that was reinforced by uh, dr david rhodes uh, mm. a few weeks ago who was saying you know look at the course content some of them are heavily mm. weighted in soft tissue manual therapists. some are heavily weighted in in strength and conditioning some heavily weighted in in sports trauma or pitch side so decide what your interest is uh, and then pursue a a program that that meets your needs. And you know the the amount of times I've said, you know, the best course may not be your local course. So don't be afraid to to you know move away, travel, and and, and get the best opportunity that that meets your needs.
0: But also, and Dr. David Rhodes will be joining us at Therapy Expo <laughs> yeah. in the STA Theatre. Come along, STA <laughs> member. You don't have to be. Thank you. No, Sorry continue
3: sorry but but also but also the personality as well because you know it's like in clinic when you get clients come along to see you i'm always saying to them look don't be afraid to say that if i'm if i'm using a technique or we're doing an exercise program that you don't like tell me i've got thick skin like ridiculously thick skin but equally you know you might not like me you might not get on because i've got a very dry sense of humor it's probably coming across and it doesn't go down very well with a lot of people and that's fine but it's the same thing when it comes to doing cpd you know the, the person's living up if you don't buy into their persona you're going to switch off aren't you Fall off on a rant
0: that's no, true it's very true it's all very valuable this is really useful information because it's such a big industry and and we reach our can i say our our long years i don't know how old you all are apart from gary but yeah you reach a certain stage don't you where you you get I suppose wise is the word, or just experience, or whatever it is. But for younger therapists or therapists just started, it's just a minefield out there. What do I do? What do I do? Who do I pay? Ryan, let's have some news from you, mate. How are you? Marvellous. Absolutely marvellous. How do I follow that now? Um... <laughs> What's your CPD? Oh, tell us a little bit about yourself, first of all, and then tell us about. Yeah, so done obviously, as you, as
2: you said earlier, I'm a regional rep for East Midlands primarily, but East of England as well. Um, I'm a club therapist to uh Ilkeston Town uh, Rugby Club and also um, heavily involved with the Nottingham Caesars American Football. Uh, had my own clinic in the past uh, before I decided to abscond to the Alps. Uh, w- lovely wife just said, yes, go, uh, see you in six months' time. And obviously this was just prior pa- pandemic. Um So yeah, that's kind of my journey up until that point. And then obviously last year got involved with the, the STA uh, won the competition and loved it that much. I decided to jump on and um, become a regional rep. So that's where I am right Fantastic. now. And we so so,
0: much so yeah. Um, What's your Karen. CBD journey been like? What have you done? Um, up until
2: current? kind of, I would say 2020. Um, it was kind of a, kind of a magpie. Um, I like the look of that. I'll go and do it. I like the look of that. I'll go and do it. And and it was it, it was just generally c- certificates on the wall and and what do them c- certificates mean? Uh, you know, do I use them now? Uh, majority of them no. Um, it was just kind of like I say. It was just kind of a magpie and I'll, I'll take that. I'll take that. I'll take that. Now I'm a little bit more uh, concerned with what I what I know and I'm probably the biggest one that I've I've done is something that you don't uh, well. I mean with Sports Massage Academy it's quite good uh, with the aspects of Alex bit of business coaching and stuff, but there's no real sense of business sort of coaching or mentorship and and getting a um a business coach was probably the best thing I ever did. Um because it was a skill set I didn't know how to 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 it didn't it was a skill set I didn't have. Um put a few things in place and, and it did wonders for me. Just
1: to um, come in on that point, um, Ryan mentioned <clears throat> Alex, uh, that's Alex Hall, who runs the um, Sports Massage Academy, which is is, is based in the, in the Midlands, but they run courses nationwide. And just for a bit of trivia, his brother uh, is Eddie Hall, who was the world's strongest man and um, who does the uh, Eddie Eats America programme. If you haven't seen it, it's well worth a watch. Um, but yeah, we'll be. We've got a presence at the uh, the the Sports Massage Academy conference, which is a, the ninth and tenth of October, and that's in Nottingham. And and I'll be one of the speakers, and I'll be talking about the role of professional associations in our industry.
2: See, you see how I did that? I was not nice link there. You see, That's did the that <laughs> purpose. <laughs> um, yeah. So so for me, it was uh, yeah, you know, it's uh, don't so much be a magpie and, and see the latest sort of thing on. On Facebook because you see it on Instagram, and I think uh, you mentioned it about. Um, I think it was last week, wasn't it, Matt? Uh, but you know, don't take so many photos of what you're actually doing. Let let your business talk for itself, so to speak. Um, and and I've kind of steered 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 away from Instagram and and all that now. And it's yeah, um, it's done wonders for myself and my own mental health as well. I think there's a
1: there's a danger, um, you know. As as, as therapists, uh, you know, like we've all said, we've all done it, we've all been on courses and thought, oh, you know, why did I do this? Because it looked a good idea, you know, mm-hmm. idea at the time. But w- with the you know the rise of social media, I think that that somewhat you know changes client expectations. You know, and and you know, my son runs a clinic and he has he has phone calls saying, oh, I just want cupping. You know, I've heard it's really good. You know, can you do cupping? If not, where can I go to get cupping? So I think, you know, sometimes there is a, um, you know, an expectation from the clients. And then sometimes we we as therapists become reactive to that and think, oh, I must go and do a cupping course or a needling course. Um, and, and, you know, Kat Reimer makes a, a really good point if you could put it up Matt, if you don't mind. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I'll read it out. When CPD becomes CPD for CPD's sake, for the hours you need for the year rather than something you're actually interested in, I've learned to focus on what I'm interested in over the last two years being part of the STA. Uh, you know, Becky and Ryan and Kat, you know, I've, I've spent, you know, we've had numerous conversations over the years talking about, you know, how I can help you uh, as regional reps who commit to, you know, spreading our message how I can help you develop as a a therapist and and give the you know my years of experience as 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 a as a businessman you know because that you know I've had businesses before in 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 other industries um and 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 my role in in the STA is to facilitate your learning you know and and that's the whole reason that that I got Matt on board to run these these web chats is because we can we can whet your appetite with some of these world-renowned Um, experts who we're talking to and it may motivate you to to step outside what you think you know is um, you know your treatment style Um, you know many people and for many years I I would get involved on in in discussions on social media um, if you like advocating and defending how I was originally taught to treat Um, and it wasn't until I sat back and thought well actually in doing this you know in Adding fuel to that fire on social media, you know, I'm causing myself stress and anxiety, which which I don't need. And it it made me ill. Um, And so I I stepped back. And and even now, you know, I, um, you know, Matt Matt and I spoke about this before you, you go on any social media thread. Um, and, and if it's something that's our industry related and, and if I've been tagged in it as, as Ryan's tagged me in a couple of things m- more recently, you know, I'll just say, look, I'm happy to have a chat with you about what your obligations are and what your options are with with no obligation. You know, whether you're an STA member or not, you know, I'm here to, to help the industry um, at a time when there seem to be so many people in the industry who who, who don't seem to want to help.
0: It's almost like it's the equivalent of when a runner goes into form and say, oh, what pair of shoes should I buy? Or what can I do for my Achilles? And all the runners just jump in with what's kind of worked for them. It's a bit like that, I sometimes think, when a therapist goes and goes, what course should I do? What should he be CPD should I do? Because it all depends on you, the individual, doesn't it? You know, where your journey is, where you want to be, your expectations, your hopes, how far you can travel, you know, your money and everything. So. It's nice to see people talking in these forums and sharing ideas, but I'm sometimes, yeah, I'm not quite sold on how useful the comments are, um, especially when there's lots of money involved. in them. But anyway, keep questions coming in, people um we'll probably move on from cpd now i'm just going to say timothy greg uh, greg there has got a comment i'll read it out for people who listen to the podcast timothy says takes time to find um identity as therapists cbd at times is way too easy to obtain and uh, be a waste of time and money more cbd needs to show levels of competency via examination and not just turn up to obtain a certificate levels of competency that's the key for you isn't it gary
1: Yeah, and and what we're doing with the insurance companies that we're involved is we're talking about identifying CPD as either low risk or high risk. And if you're doing a high risk modality, and that might include dry needling, medical acupuncture, uh, manipulations, um, not so much the... Sticking a piece of tape on somebody or um, some of the business CPD that's available. Uh, high risk CPD does need a certificate of competency. It's not appropriate to do that by an online learning platform. That has to be, in my opinion, face to face, in person learning with an assessor observing you and assessing your competency at the end of that uh, learning program. But it, an interesting point that Tim makes there about. It takes time to to find our identity, and and I spoke to somebody today, and, and this was a result of one of the threads that we discussed earlier Matt, about um, shadowing. Um, and uh, this this person had had been shadowing somebody and was was in effect suffering from imposter syndrome. You know, you know, he he knows a lot more than me. He's he's three years further into his career than me. He's got a lot more clients than me why should I be charging the same as him? Uh, and we discussed and, and I said, you know, whereabouts do you live? And he told me where I lived. I said, look, if I came to your location with my 50 quid, why should I come and see you? He said, well, he said, because it's my treatment style, you know, I'm individual to the, to the, uh, to the therapist, uh, to the client, you know, I really take into account their needs. I said, that's what we all do. What, what, what makes you unique in your location? Why should I spend my money with you? and, and he had a thought you know he just i't oh i don't know I said, well that 's my challenge for you over the next couple of weeks, identify what makes you a therapist because that really informs your your marketing because unless you unless you you've got some pretty niche marketing by trying to appeal to everybody, you appeal to nobody." Uh, And and when I used to deliver a seminar in in business and marketing, I say, you've got eight words on your business card to to engage with that person, to make a connection. And that will not include your name. It will not include your phone number. It will not include your STA membership or logo or whoever you subscribe to. It won't include your qualifications and mention of cupping or sports massage. It is, you know, do you want to hit the golf ball further? You know, do you want to, you know, do you want to jump higher? you know it has to be something that makes a connection and until we as therapists find our identity and become that go-to person for that one modality then we will really struggle with our building our client base and it was touched upon wasn't it i can't remember um it was it was it was dr david rhodes again wasn't it about an identity crisis in this industry you know where we have got sports massage therapists and soft tissue therapists who are using um terminology on social media which infers they're a sports therapist and conversely we've got sports therapists on social media advertising sports massage so we are we are blurring the boundaries and what we need is we need an identity and and i think we're at the crossroads now and i think that you know that the, my advice to to members has always been look, whatever it says on your certificate that's your title so if you're a sports and injury management certificate then you're a sports and injury therapist if you're a a graduate sports rehabilitator you're a sports rehabilitator if you've got a sports massage certificate you're a sports massage therapist and if it says soft tissue therapy you're a soft tissue therapist and as long as we stick to that i think it clearly identifies our remit Um, and again we've touched on this in, in you know about sticking to our remit and not And not putting out a muddy message and not attracting the wrong type of client you know holly who's who's joined us tonight hi holly i've known holly for for a number of years and we had a conversation you know a few weeks ago um when she'd asked for some advice and guidance about how she can change from you know she's been doing uh, you know therapies for for several years and is starting to struggle with hand related and arm related issues so i asked her to have a look at how she marketed herself and what type of client she she attracted and it really is important to to nail down your marketing so that we 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 don't we we don't send out mixed messages but just going back briefly to that point about shadowing is that it's a really really good opportunity if the person who you are shadowing shadowing is has a good teaching style uh, will we'll invest in you as a person. Mike Grice touched on this in one of our chats, you know, unless that person, you know, makes a connection with you and is willing to, you know, pay it forward, if you like, to, to invest in your career, then sometimes it can just be seen as a cheap labour um, opportunity for them. Um, they don't put the time and the investment in. And, and as I said to you earlier, Matt, that, you know, it's not uncommon now for for people who are, trying to access a placement to have to pay in the hundreds of pounds per week to to get a placement in a multidisciplinary clinic because of the investment that the the company are making in that person and and it's affecting their ability to you know stack clients
0: back to back Mm -hmm. yeah it's true it's very true it's a shame though i wonder whether sometimes just shadowing and stuff and get money passing hands, but it'd be useful sometimes. This is why I think we've got STA regional reps and things just popping into other people's businesses. I'm sure most therapists wouldn't mind you just popping in, seeing reception a while. It's not like a snoop, but well kind of snooping away, but it's just to, to join the industry and get ideas and share good ideas. And in between clients have a little chat. There may well be the odd client that comes in, mm-hmm. which if I was working, in the clinic when i used to have people coming in then obviously you check with the client but it was they'd often say no, it's fine yeah let them come in if it was a junior therapist or someone or sometimes i had physios coming in to see what i was doing with runners so it can be a fairly informal practice and something we should encourage
1: but yeah, did you like see the again, did you see the thread in the sta members group the other day somebody put i'm really struggling for ideas you know send me photos of your clinic oh yes yeah, yeah, and i thought yeah. well Oh that's a bit I thought I thought was a good idea and it, I you know, it was nice inundated um yeah. with 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 pictures of clinics oh yeah. I really like that space there I, I I like the way you've done that I like yeah. the colors I like your couch et cetera. and I thought why did I do that instead yeah, yeah. of you know <laughs> spend
0: time and money on on something that I wasn't going to use I really think that's a covid thing you know it's one of the positives to come out of covid that would not have happened pre covid I'm sure Hey, no. let's have a thread about sharing pictures of our clinic. You'd be like, no way, just black. I'm not <laughs> mentioning, no, you can't see my clinic, the books I've got, no way. But now it's like, it's really healthy. I think it's cool. Yeah, I remember that thread. That was well, some,
2: I mean, for me, that's something that this show has done, this podcast has done, at COVID, is that conversation. It, it really has opened up the whole industry, and it's forced change. It really has. Um whether that's a positive thing or a negative thing, I suppose we'll find out over the next couple of years. But for now, all I can see is positives.
0: Mm. Yeah, I'd agree with you. And interdisciplinary as well. It's got more yeah. dialogue going on between chiropractors and physios and sports therapists, and the idea of multidisciplinary thing. And Gemma Oliver, who has been on a couple of times now with the physiotherapist support group, she's organising a, a multidisciplinary chat, web chat thing, which has got people from all across the board. And this is all. You know, thanks. I liked saying it really, thanks to COVID, because COVID is obviously such a negative thing. It's had so much terrible effects on people and businesses and even lives and everything. But there are some positives that come out of it for the industry.
1: Uh, well, yeah, we, I I talk to numerous members every day, as you know, Matt, and 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 the message that I'm hearing is, you know, and, and people people ring me and say, are we still on the guidelines from July? Are we still wearing masks? Are we still wearing gloves? You know, and I say, well, yes, that's the latest guidance. You know, the CSP are still advocating full PPE, um, but but what's happening is people saying, oh, even if they relax, I'm still going to wear my mask. I'm still going to wear my gloves because I do needling or I do, you know, not necessarily a lot of soft tissue work and I feel safer in my mask and my gloves. Um, and I'm, I, I definitely like keeping the half an hour break because it gives me time to to clean. It gives me time to have a snack or a drink. It gives me time to, um, you know, do my paperwork so that I'm not trying to, you know, just jot down some notes and then do it at the end of the night when I get home. Um, and not we're not trying to rush clients out the door because we're working back to back we're not worried about when the next client's going to come in because they're waiting in the car for a text message They so, you know come in 10 minutes um so i think that there have been a lot of positive working changes for us as therapists yes there's been a lot of uh, disruption um, you know but but the ppe seems to be you know strong you know in people's minds at the moment especially we're coming into the winter season when we, we're usually all susceptible to sort of the colds and flu. We, we feel a little bit safer. You know, several therapists i spoke to in the past month are still doing remote temperature checks when they come in. They're still doing the, you know, the reminder emails, the pre-COVID screening forms, and they say, I really like this because I feel better prepared when they come in and instead of they're coming in and they, 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 they've read, their they eyes and nose are streaming, and they think, oh, God, I don't want you here. Well, we could have discussed that on the phone last evening.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Becky and Ryan, I'm, how's I'm your still, protocol changed? Do you still using your stuff, Becky?
3: Yeah, I'm, I'm still doing um, temperature checks. You know, um, I'm still wearing mask, apron, gloves, the whole shebang. Hmm. Um, obviously, the pre pre COVID screening form, and then the text to say just to confirm that everything you put is, you know, still valid. Um, and I've had like one or two of my clients that have been a bit like, "Oh, do we still have to do the form?" And um, Yeah, you do. Um, you know, and I, I've I've done it so that it's, it's like auto answer. And if, if if one of your one of your, the answers <clears throat> has to be changed, it's just a click of a button. Put your name at the bottom, and that's that. But I think, you, as far as I'm concerned, I'm going to operate in accordance with the the most vulnerable of my clients, and, and that's what I'm going to base it on. You know, and I'm an, an unpaid carer of my mum as well, so I've got to bear that in mind. And if you've got a problem with
2: it, then. Not my client.
3: That's... Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> That's... We'll wait for we'll you finish that sentence. It was probably yeah. I was trying
3: to uh, find the right words.
0: I'm family friendly. <laughs> I'm very much of that. Uh, what about masks for clients? Are you, are you giving clients when they're supine, for example, the option to wear masks? Are you requesting that they wear masks?
3: um yeah unless unless they're prone um then it's part of the form to say you know i am asking you to still wear a mask are you happy to do this yes or no so if there's and i haven't had anyone say no right Um, okay
1: nope I'll, I'll I'll come in there then while we try and find Becky back again. Um, yeah, this this question comes up quite Sign often. Out and come
0: back in again, Becky, because we've lost you on camera. If you just yeah. click out and come in again, we'll you'll be at the
1: this. Um, yeah, it, it comes up quite frequently actually. This question, of, you know, can I insist that my clients wear a mask, you know, or a face covering? And I will say yes, you can. You know, we we will not fall foul of of, of uh, discrimination legislation because we're a voluntary access service. We're not allowed, we're not allied health professionals. Um, we can offer an alternative service so if your risk assessment and, and as becky outlined there then um you you risk assess to your most vulnerable client or yourself or in your family or your your elderly mother who you who you might be a carer for and you do everything you can to keep them safe and if that if that person your potential client doesn't want to meet your your um policies and then yeah you don't have them as a client
0: you have that right Brian, sorry i cut you off you're gonna say no it's pretty
2: much my way of thinking obviously i don't so much how i mean i was working in an osteopaths not long back um and they were they were hot on stuff but there was certain it was like only answering the covid questions before they get into well when they get into the clinics and i'm like it's a little bit late by then um so i've Stepped away from the osteopaths now anyway, uh, because I just didn't have the time. But rugby players, uh, de- when I'm dealing with a rugby, uh, rugby club, they all have, um, a 15 minute slot with 10 minutes in between so I can clean everything down. Um, they all have to answer questions before they come into clinic. Then I'll double check, uh, with the questions before they come to the clinic. Um, and then I'll, I'll see them for the session, send them on the way and, and, and whatnot. And, but yeah, all, all have to wear the, um, <laughs> PPE I wear gloves mask not so much apron because I just for me it's the it's it's it gets in my way and it really frustrates me I I mean I'm very much if something's wrapped around me I get flustered and frustrated with it um but that's like again more um my own and
1: and you know Ryan that's absolutely fine as long as you're um, policies and procedures which should be written um, and we've, I've had a number of therapists say that they've had visits from environmental health officers checking their written policies and procedures, yeah. not enough to have it on an iPad or a digital copy so a lot of people are printing out folders, as long as your risk assessment you know, states the reason that yeah. you're not wearing an apron, then, then that's absolutely fine, you've carried out your risk assessment yeah. aprons, goggles and visors are risk assessed for people who may be in contact with bodily fluids, so people who yeah. are usually doing needling type things what i would say alistair is a very generous offer there um be happy to welcome any sta members uh, to pop into the clinic in Southport. um what i would do alistair is is take your mobile phone number off there so you don't get inundated um, and if anybody wants to to take you up on that they can get your contact details from me anyway
0: it's very nice for you there thank you alistair i mean maybe yeah we could i don't know it sounds like we could maybe do a little folder or something or you know now that we are not locked in for the moment anyway um if you're in the region that's what the regional reps is really about isn't it You can coordinate and you know, i'd like just to go and not necessarily have to do a formal shadowing and pay in that but just pop in and have a look how it works and have a chat and give and take both you know because it's always going to be give and take when you visit someone so it'll be uh, an exchange of ideas so uh, very kind alistair
1: i won't the, read out your
0: mobile number the phrase that i like to use is mutual benefit
1: whenever we're doing something for someone there has to be a mutual benefit if the relationship is 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 one-sided somebody's getting more out of it than the other person it doesn't matter whether it seems rosy at this moment in time i can guarantee in three weeks three months three years it will change so as long as that benefit is mutual then
0: then that's great nice one, Alistair. good um don't forget people if 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 you are listening if you joined us live and on um covid policies and things like that if you're running a slightly different show then just feel free, feel free to speak there's no blame tree in here you know we'll give you what's expected and advice and stuff but um, don't be afraid to come up with something that doesn't concur with what we're saying that's fine um fine yes yeah. so um what should we move on to what should we chat about don't let me tell you what we're gonna chat therapy about. Expert, therapy expert that's a nice one definitely Expert. really, I mean, it's so nice, isn't it, to have the chance? I mean, first and foremost, just to be able to actually meet up face to face would be lovely. It's been a long, long, long time, hasn't it? Yeah, is anyone I... here coming along? I'm not sure. I know Becky or Ryan Are you make managing to make it up there? Or um I need to talk to
2: Gary about that one. Um, <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> well, Becky
0: Becky's definitely
1: on my stand helpers list at the moment, as is Harry Chambers, who's in here tonight um so i think i've got two tickets left uh, but i will uh, hi ryan <laughs> uh, i will speak to jake it away on annual leave so when he gets back we got we are going to be filling out the all of the information so um okay. our, on our therapy expo um uh, portfolio profile whatever it's called we're going to be filling out all the details so you will get an email uh, obviously matt's going to be there and you should have had an invitation matt to the uh, airbnb I, I
0: did. Like, I tried doing it last night and it was asking last, me, last evening. Yeah, It was asking uh, so me yeah, photos of uh, my passport and driving license. To, no, to verify. no, right. <laughs> I'm not doing that. No, no, I, I've sorted all that out. So okay.
1: yeah, what, what's happening then with therapy X. So it, it's, it's been around and I don't know if you were at the first one, Matt, were you in, in Manchester? I came you, to the second one. I missed the first second one. one. Yeah. Mm. So I've, I've been to them all so far and you know, two in Manchester, <laughs> then it moved to Birmingham to the NEC. And I've been there uh, ever present with the STA, you know, Funnily enough, we, we, we're the only association that, that goes from from, um, from the sports therapy industry. Um, Ollie Colburn and the team, uh, it's usually Ryan from, from Basrat, they're always there. We would have a, a good catch-up and a, a bit of a natter and uh, try and put the world to rights. Um, but some of the other associations don't go. Sometimes the uh, the GCMT will have a, a stand there and some of their member associations or organisations will attend. Uh, but we go to London, we go to Birmingham, and I, I see it as, a, as an ideal opportunity to be, to be public-facing uh, and to open myself up to, you know, to, to anything that anybody wants to say to us, you know, if they're not happy with what we're doing, if they want to join us, if they want to know more about us, you know, the, the book, stops with me so I'm I'm I once said I was thick-skinned and somebody re- replied immediately I'm big boned uh, I don't know what they're trying to uh, anticipate uh, so uh, infer with that one but uh, yeah uh, I'm there you know I'm accountable to you all as members and if you're not happy with what I'm doing then you know please get in touch with me and you know and, and in the words
0: of Brian Clough we'll have a chat about it and then we'll decide I'm right <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, but, uh, running
0: for people who aren't aware of what therapy expo is where yeah. are we now do you know what number it's on
1: um well it must be number nine i think because okay. there we're two in manchester i think this is the seventh in birmingham it might be the sixth in birmingham so it might be in 2012 to now so that would yeah. be nine years yeah, yeah. Well, um
0: 13, it, i mean it,
1: it's 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 a great event for networking you know I, i'll be honest you know I, I have seen a decline in numbers over Uh, especially on day two uh, over a number of years but i think that will change this year because everybody and i I had a chat with liam and liam's going to come on as we know matt and do a web chat at the end of the of of next month uh, and tell us all about therapy expo and the safety measures and policies they're going to put in place depending on the the the, the government guidance you know with regards to mass gatherings indoor venues etc so Liam's going to come on but we've had a chat about you know my concern was that 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 I'm going to make the investment in time and staff and resources to go there when people are probably going to be scared and, and not want to go and and we came to a sort of decision that that actually people are dying to get out there they're dying to get back to a face-to-face environment they're dying to meet up with people who they've been speaking to for for, for two years in, in essence over the over the internet and uh I, I think it would be good and we've got some really good keynote speakers they've all been guests on on the web chat and they've all um indicated that they'd be willing to talk at the conference so we you know, we will put the, the the full list out once it's it's been confirmed. But the likes of of, of Dr. David Rhodes, uh, uh, Anna Maria is going to be talking about um, soft tissue and, 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 and cancer. You know, there's always a, a conversation around, you know, is it ethical? Is it allowable? Do I have to do a course? So we're going to have a look at the evidence of that. And we've got we've got Tim Allardyce, our friend from Rehab, my patient, talking. We've got Mike Grice talking about it, something that's new to the market, something that's called Safety Net, and that's a subscription service which looks at um, a referral pathway for people who have got, shall we say, um, entry level qualifications in the fitness industry and therapy, um, so that they've got a, a you know some some a referral network, someone to fall back on, and, and a little bit of security when they're making some decisions. Um, who else
0: have we got, Matt? We've got... Um, Dr. Gary Mendoza, yep. which I'm very yep. pleased about, for motivational yep. interviewing, which I think is like one of the... I, I love all my guests, obviously, because I'm involved in them coming on. But Dr. Gary Mendoza's motivational interviewing was great. I think it's something which a lot of therapists aren't aware of. And it's... We always talk about all well, therapists or how many of us have done an education course, and that kind of is so much part of it. So, yeah, really pleased to me be along. Uh, Claire, Dr. Claire Mitchell, obviously, will be coming to speak as well. Um... Yeah, there's, there's going to be eight uh, Chris Tiley talking, never too old to live. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, going to be a good one. I mean, it's it's interesting. I mean, I think it's going to be really good this year because I think the people going along this year, how could I phrase this? I think a lot of the people going along this year will be more clued up thanks to the conversations we've had, for example, over the last 69 episodes, and that clued upness is going to spread a little bit around. There's going to be kind of more interesting conversations going on directly in front of certain stands, which are still maybe propagating old fashioned traditional stuff. I think people who have been there for the last eight years, still selling the same story and haven't really been enlightened. Um, they're going to have some interesting conversations. I think because of now, because of what we've been doing, for example, people are going to be less afraid to say, Holden, are you still selling the idea that there's an optimum posture or a foot posture or that all runners should be running the same but haven't you heard, or what do you say about this? I think it's going to be challenging for someone up there. And that's the exciting thing because these big conferences to make money, they have to mold what they sell to what the audience want. It's classic Keynesian economics, isn't it? You've got to supply and demand. So I'm quite, I'm really excited to be involved this year because I think it could potentially mold what happens next year in terms of who's going to show up, what they're going to be showing, because they're going to get an eyesight. They're going to get some surprises, I think this year on what, Modern therapists are looking for, which I think is really exciting, um, and they're going to hear as well speakers coming from the STA theatre, and and just that's going to spread like wildfire and make people think, wow, okay, this is different than what yeah, we're doing Yeah, we
1: did miss out Deb Thurlow Rowley. Oh, uh, uh, will be there uh, with the yeah the high endometriosis yeah. update, um, but yeah, I think you'll, you you reinforce my point there, Matt, is that people who attend these these conferences and these expos, you know, that they are open you know to, for us to go and question and like i am you know if you if you don't agree with you know how we're running things and you've got some ideas get on board with us you know um but yeah some of the outdated modalities the snake oil salesman etc they will be challenged I, I do believe that
0: which will be healthy for them and and i'm not and, you know i think some of them need that to progress themselves I know because it is a business. And the most scary thing about evolving is if the fear of losing money. But if you're still saying and selling tape, saying the yellow one does a difference to the red one, or you need to put it on this way, or, or the tension makes a difference, then you know if you've got a lot of people going, really? And I think this year, there's going to be people quoting research and studies. And some people I know on social media are going, I think they'll probably have like toilet rolls with different research papers on them. Some of the people going up. One of the things I didn't like, and that annoyed me, and, and it's become a bit polarised, is I saw one third, I won't say who... On it or anything, but I think if you saw it, it was like, "Oh, I don't waste my time going to these big therapy expos anymore. It's just a waste of time. All they want is your money. Um, it's just a waste of time." Basically, and I thought that was like, "That's that's a shame. That's a pendulum swinging the wrong way." Because it's like what Becky said: it's a good idea to go along to where you know there's going to be some things which you don't necessarily <laughs> agree with, because that's all the communication. And to those people who are kind of swinging the, the wrong way and thinking, "Oh no, I'm not even going to entertain the idea of going there." Go there for the very reason we've just talked about, because you can make a difference if you feel so passionately and then go along and have some educated, calm, you know, conversations with people, and that's how we make a change. It's you know, work, isn't it? Oh, Gary. For STA members, it's seventy nine pounds plus VAT. You
1: know, it, it it's a cheap two day opportunity. And we will be giving away some free tickets in some competitions coming up. So uh, Of course. Yeah. Shucking them no, out, Gary, yeah. you'll be in I'm his sure
0: pockets. Sure. Scary, isn't it? talking of which like, before we forget because i'm worried that this episode is going to finish before um we got a winner to announce haven't we gary i think
1: yes the um, week, Dr. Claire um, Mitchell. yeah so uh, we we uh, said that we'd fund one of our members to go on um claire's course the the online course uh and we put all the names in a hat and i drew one out earlier and carol brown um i'll announce she was the winner of that so we'll be in touch with in an email and uh, mm. and yeah um Keep informed and 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 let us know on social media on our uh, on our sga pages how it's going. Um, but don't share any
0: uh, copyright material. Just let us know how you're doing. Yeah, nice one, Carol. Well done, Carol Brown. Yes, uh, and yeah. we'll make sure that it gets sent to you, um, so you hear about that. Very exciting. Right, look, we're coming up to eight fifty-seven. So, um, Ryan, Becky, what else? Anything else you want to bring up? Anything happening in your own lives that you're excited about? Or you want to share?
2: Um since um, Karen becky
0: gone.
3: Um since uh the whole COVID saga, I've um I used to work out of a gym and often procrastinated out of my own little space. And um it was for me COVID was a positive thing in the fact that it pushed me to do that. So I've now got my own clinic and um it's been a process of getting all the work done, but I think we're at 75% there, but uh, that's going to be good. So I'm no longer trying to buy like, oh smash of weights and all this music. It's, um, it's a bit closer then. Is your um,
1: your technical roadie involved in uh, preparing these yeah. for you? Yes, very much
3: so. <laughs> We've been taking time. <laughs> yeah.
1: I, I, you case. know th- th- this is another subject for another day but one of the threads was about you know when you're working from the home environment does it affect your insurance do you have to inform the council about your council tax and everything so what we'll probably do is we'll, we'll arrange on the sta group to have a um, a zoom chat about that because that's been asked a couple of times uh, great to see carol's just uh, responded she was loitering in the background and oh my god thank you so much was looking yeah. at doing the Masters in S SN- SNC at at Edinburgh University. So not only are we paying for your course, we've saved you some money as well.
0: So well. That's what we like, well, done, like what
2: we like. Yeah. Exactly. Ryan, what you got? Yeah, so for happened, me how you I'm 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 in a better place than I have been. Um I mean Covid has forced me to look at things a bit differently. Um I mean there's a few of you know that uh 2019 i kind of shut up my clinic and shut up shop and absconded to the alps um left the wife in peace and quiet and obviously with the way covid happened it kind of put me on my back foot i kind of watched it unravel in italy come over the border into france come home have nothing to do so i ended up window cleaning for a bit um you know pay the bills you got to um but it really has forced me to kind of just take a step back and refocus on what I actually want to do. Um, You know, I'm not so much involved with my own clinic anymore, but like I say, I'm involved with a couple of different teams and working for Derbyshire County Council in in a couple of different roles and stuff, which is rewarding in itself. And I think now, you know, just completing my level five with the Sports Massage Academy, um, I'm potentially looking at maybe a small clinic um, in the evenings and stuff. And, and it, you know, it's, I have suffered my mental health in the past, a, a, a lot more seriously. And it's, and, and I, it's like I say, um, sports massage, soft tissue therapy quite literally saved me from a really dark and obscure place. And it's just, you know, with everything that the STA is, the air sports massage Academy is, I'm a big advocate of it. And, and, and. It's a cracking world, and 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 I only I'm only scratching the surface. So I'm looking forward to my own development with the, uh, hopefully the guidance of the likes of Gary, with the likes of Alex and stuff, and 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 it's I'm just it's just an exciting time for me. Excellent, good to hear. I think it's a I think you're there on calling
1: there? calling Derby a a dark and and
2: horrible place. <laughs> 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 um that's a good job i don't live in darby oh, I'm about 12, 12 miles north so i'm all right with that
1: one yeah but you know that that's one of the things about the sta community and that was the, the the vision at the start of it was to to have a, a community a club where people could share you know uh their, their their fears and their anxieties and we've had several coffee morning chats which happen weekly under under scott's uh, uh, direction talking about mental health talking about anxiety about going back to work you know the sta does have a buddy list available to all of our members where we have 30 or so um, in inverted commas experts on certain subjects where they're willing to share their contact details and pick up the phone and, and have a chat, you know, and uh, I'm on the phone usually till, you know, half past eight, half past nine in the evening started at six o'clock in the morning, uh, not with phone calls, but, but, but STA stuff. Um, and that's what we're here for. We're here to, you know, dispel those fears, you know, to, to speak about your anxieties and, and to help you, you know, to welcome you to being part of this community that, that, you probably don't get with with other associations um but I'm, I'm i'm very much looking forward to what we've got coming up um i can't wait to get to therapy expo um i was going to say ryan on, on one of your points that you know and we've covered this on a web chat before you know how we measure success as a therapist it shouldn't mm-hmm. be that we're doing 40 clients a week if it works out that you're working in tesco bakery you know, four mornings a week uh, to pay the bills and you're doing a team, working with a team for two training nights and and a a match day and you're happy with that, then that's great. You're successful. You know, if you're doing 40 clients a week and that's your bag, you're successful. Don't feel that you have to, you know, subscribe to this. I must work in clinical practice. I'm, you know, I must get a number of clients to be successful. It can be one client a week. It can be 40 clients a week. Mm -hmm. It's whatever makes you happy.
2: Definitely, and 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 that is just you know testament to where I am at the moment. You know, it's it's been it's been a journey, and it's took me a while to realise that. I mean, at one point I was just running to the ground, and I, I as you know, I've got I, I quite. I, I said I've said it before. I was, I was looking to jacket it jacket it in, and I, I, I don't want to do that. I, I you know I reass, reassessed and moved in a different direction, and 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 that's really. Opened up my eyes, and and again, from what you've just said there, Gary, it's something that's. I know I got my 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 free membership last year for a competition, but I was looking towards the STA over over the others purely for the reasons that you've just stated. You know, you're open, you're, you're there, you actually care about the STA. You care about what the STA is. That's its members. It's the regional reps. You, you, you know, and 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 that for me is just absolutely fantastic so from from for me thank you uh you you welcome you
1: know i i've said this hundreds of times it it's it's never about me this the sta is is about you lot um i i'm just the person who uh, at the end of the phone just to give you a little bit of, of of help and guidance if if required you know i'm not bothered whether people ring me up every week uh, once a year or never, you know, as long as they are happy with the support that we're giving, know that we're accessible. I, I, you know, one of the things that we do is we, we ring people up within, you know, and my record is two minute, within two minutes of them joining. Um, I was on another call-out, so I'd have done it as soon as the email came through, but I just introduced myself and said, look, this is my mobile number, this is my STA Gary Facebook profile. If you want me, I'm here for you. Geeky line inbound. I think
3: it's not an association it's a family, is it? I
0: move. We should change it to the sports therapy for family. Yeah. Yes, yeah. STF. I don't think there is an S.T.F. i can get it pretty quickly. Thank we'll you. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, tell me about it, please. shake a beard off. I
2: still can't get used to that <laughs> <My> life. <laughs> yeah. This, anyway, this, I've, I've been trying to go this bed for fifty years. <laughs> this is this is, this for me right. about three
0: three weeks so. Yeah um i can't i could have had links and helped you grow your beard and grooming but i've, I've dropped all that now i've lost it, I've lost it. I'm not involved in them anymore but anyway right well thank you gang and if you've obviously if you've been listening oh, this is going to sound like uh one of those after the films if you've been affected by any of the issues uh, discussed <laughs> tonight but if, if you feel that the STA can help you and you want to have a little chat about anything um obviously including mental health but anything we've talked about then um you have got the regional reps on the website you've got gary who's just Spends his life sitting on the edge of his chair, waiting for the phone to call, and happy to speak to anyone. Um, and 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 also, this is the place where you can hang out. There's wonderful people, and we thank everybody who's come along and supported us for like 69 episodes now. This is a place as well to talk and chat and, and just feel part of the community. So, Gary, uh, happy birthday, Jamie! <laughs> is it Jamie's birthday, Jamie
1: Gargett? Yes, I believe so. I think that came up on my Facebook earlier earlier today.
0: You <laughs> could one of those Facebook things that comes up you have a random facebook birthday don't you gary that comes up now and again yeah i, I, I
1: mean i have two birthdays i have my official one and i have <laughs> my FDA, gary, one. facebook so, birthday yeah. my friends, was, really disappointed i didn't get two lots of presents
0: yeah well you're <laughs> thick skinned on you I, I, you know it's the same thing as when you start complaining about being ill you get what you eat but anyway right next week <laughs> next week in the monumental sta episode 70 um uh, we're going to have uh rob bevan and dave elliott um who you might remember from the back pain podcast we spoke to rob before um and they're chiropractors uh, but don't hold that against them and they'll be joining us um to go through really interesting actually you're going to go through some interesting case histories which they've experienced to have a look at it things which didn't quite turn out as one would expect which obviously embraces the fact that you know it doesn't always go by the book we like i say we don't come with a manual so that's going to be next week uh, do join us for that it'll be really interesting to have a couple of chiropractors on as well because we have to move away from this idea that chiropractors are all realigning people and just you know making money out showing nasty x-rays and stuff we've moved on from that as well so it'll be really useful. want to come along and again get that interdisciplinary thing happening so that'll be same time next week on uh tuesday at eight o'clock um well done again to carol brown who's got that free place on dr claire Minchel's strength and conditioning for sports therapists and look forward to hearing about that. goes for you and uh, we'll be releasing kind of dates and information about therapy Expo. we've got two months now before it is i really hope that if you're listening to this it has given you an idea um to get excited about it um it's on november the 24th and 25th which is a wednesday and thursday obviously that's going to involve quite a lot of you deciding "Oh, do I have to shut up clinic for day or something but we've talked about this before you know cpd comes in many forms and ways and again if you you could claim all of this as cpd if you can show on a statement uh, what you've picked up what you've learned it doesn't have to be um any particular talk it could just be just hanging out and talking to people and just write down what you say th- how you think it's made your better therapist it's a real opportunity um to mix with some wonderful people um so yeah we'll be putting out um posts about that and how to get that 79 pounds for sta members um and that's it, I think. Right. So, Ryan, Becky, thank you so much for joining us, Thanks for me. sharing your experiences. Um, and uh, yeah, Gary, anything you want to finish up with before we shut down?
1: Only to my friend Brian, um, will this recording be available, guys, for my students? Yeah, you can access it through the uh, the Facebook page for the next few days. Matt will upload it to the uh, the website, but it's
0: also available on our STA YouTube channel. Yeah, it goes live to YouTube as well. So it'll be the live version will be on yeah. YouTube as we speak now. Thanks, yeah. Brian. Yeah, I'm really touched to think that'll be useful for your, for your students. Okay, right, gang. It's been quite emotional tonight. I feel like the STF. There you go, the STF. <laughs> the ST family. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, thanks, gang. Um, yep, thanks, everybody, again. We'll see you next Tuesday, hopefully. Take care of each other. Bye bye. You're listening to the Sports Therapy Association podcast. Let's talk about.